He's got all the grace you need for your economic situation, for your social disorders, for your spiritual challenges, for everything you're going through. Come on, somebody. All you need is just a little bit of grace in the place. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Oh, I'm sure you're acquainted with those powerful words. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Well, welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you again with more Concepts for Living from God's Word. I will tell you, my theme today is going to bless you. It's entitled, A Little Space of Grace in the Place. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed. Now, open your Bibles and let's consider together from the Old Testament, the book of Ezra, chapter 9. I shall begin at verse 8. And now, for a little space, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in his holy place that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. For we were bondmen, yet our God had not forsaken us in our bondage, but has extended mercy unto us in the sight of the kings of Persia to give us a reviving and to set up the house of our God and to repair the desolations thereof and to give us a wall in Judah and in Jerusalem. And now our God what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken thy commandments. Ooh. Look at somebody. Help me today. Say to that person, a little grace in the place. A little space of grace in the place. I'm going to say it again. A little space of grace in the place. Well, I'm convinced that God doesn't always address our bondage situations by making a way of escape. What I have found is that, and what the Holy Spirit is saying to me, is that there were times when God gets a greater glory by leaving you in your bondage 
but giving you grace to survive there. You know, we have a tendency of wanting things to be over quick. We, we, we want to get out. We, we, we want to escape. We don't, we, don't, we don't want anything uncomfortable. We don't want to go through anything that's going to be taxing us. But there are times when God will get his greatest glory out of leaving you there and lighten you up with grace. So the world wonders, how in the world are they making it? What is that? When you read in this particular passage of scripture, you are observing here that Ezra is giving us a recounting of what has happened with God's people. God, God made sure that they ended up in Babylon. God sent them there to reprimand them for their disobedience and bad behavior. We want to get out so quick that we forget that we're only there because God's trying to work something out. Now watch this now. When I say work something out, I mean sometimes you get stains on your clothing that you have to put in that machine and you put Tide or you put whatever else in there of a detergent so you get it up. Not to ruin your clothes, but to get the stains out. Mm. God sent them there in Babylon so that he might correct them and that he might mature them and that he might bring them into a place that he can have true representation of who he is through them in the earth. So a lot of what we go through is why God is actually permitting us to go through so he can get us in the right condition and make us behave. So when I read all of that, I start thinking about that, the fact that he sent them there and he told them some things. And one of the things he said, you're my people. I'm going to send you among some people that are not my people. But I don't want you to link up with the people that are not my people and still call yourself my people. So I don't want you to intermarry. I don't want you to, to get involved on that level. Do not intermarry. Now, when you look at all of that, then you begin to appreciate why Ezra now is, and I'll give you some background on Ezra in a few moments, but I want you to just understand the underlying reason why he is writing this particular section of scripture. He wants us to understand that not only will God give you grace while you're in, but he's got a purpose for you when you come out. I'm sure you're gaining a fresh appreciation 
for that divine blessing that we call grace. Well, the three points of this message, the affiliation, the activation, and the assertion, all about grace. Stay tuned, and you'll be further blessed. Most people don't even stop to think of the affiliation and the importance. Uh, go New Testament. Say, we go in New Testament. Turn over First Thessalonians real quick. I'm going to read something. And I'm doing this for every leader, every Christian leader. I want them to somehow be blessed by this. Chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. You need to know them. We didn't go to the same college. We didn't go to the same seminary. We didn't go to them. No, that doesn't matter. You need to get to know the one who is watching for your soul. The one who intercedes on your behalf. The one who helps to bear your burden. The one who feels what you feel. Get to know them. The one who admonishes you. The one who gives you the word. The one who teaches you. The one who helps you. Somebody in here ought to praise God right now for all the other Christian leaders out there. Don't want about lamb right now. They pay a price. When you're sleeping, they're up. When you don't know about it, they're calling on God for it. Somebody ought to give God. Come on now. We ought to give God. I know we criticize and we ostracize and we take them through all kinds of stuff. But you ought to give God some praise this morning that you have a leader that you can affiliate with. Hallelujah. It can get to the point where it look now in the next uh, verse 13, it says, and, say and, and, to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Hmm? We can find so many faults with leaders in many spheres. But I believe the saints ought to be able to know how blessed they are to have somebody. I believe a country ought to realize how blessed they are. To have somebody who will put themselves on the line, put their family out there, be subject to all kinds of abuses so that they can give leadership. I'm going to pause here. I feel it. I be, let's give God a thunderous of praise. Don't go to work this week. Don't go to work tomorrow with that same old critical attitude you had. If I was the leader, that's what I would do. And if I was the leader, that's how it would do. I don't know what's wrong. He's supposed to be qualified. They say, say they're qualified. Oh, I could do so much better. Come on, stop that nonsense and give God some glory that you got somebody over you. 
See, we got to get all this out the way before the blessings start coming down. But we got to get the right attitude before the blessing is released over here. Tell somebody he's just cleaning house. He's just cleaning house because some guests are on the way. Number two, Ezra. Now, what I want you to do is this. Look with me at verse 8. And it says, and now for a little space, grace had been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape. You got this? Ezra draws attention to the history of grace amongst God's people. Grace that has been demonstrated toward them in spite of their rebelliousness, in spite of their funny ways, in spite of their isolation from their leader, in spite of all the things that they found that they could criticize about the leader. Somehow God still gave grace. Somebody ought to pause right now and thank God for grace. Say grace, 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 grace. She shouted out. Say, say grace. Say marvelous grace. Amazing grace. Great grace. A little grace. Because that's all he says. I just need a little grace. Just let, let a little grace in the place. <laughs> Just let a little grace come in the place. It'll change the atmosphere in the place. The little grace. I don't have to have a whole lot. Just a little bit of grace. I said, just a little grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. It saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see all oh, grace. Oh, when you stop to think of the eff efficacy of grace. Grace is everything. You get saved by grace. What's this now? Uh, not only do you get saved by grace, but you're sustained by grace. Come on, somebody. Not only are you saved and sustained by grace, but guess what? You're empowered by grace. Tell somebody grace. Grace. There are times when the scripture speaks of grace, grace. It's means double grace. That means I got grace on top of grace. Because there are times when all we got is just a little bit of grace. But if we can get a little more grace, tell, tell somebody, I need a little more grace. Come on, come on, I need a little more grace. Don't get on other people's nerves. Just stop fighting people. Just say, I need more grace. Don't be ashamed to admit it. I need grace. In the morning, I need it. In the noonday, I need it. In the midnight hour, I need it. I need grace. Oh, I may be in bondage, but it doesn't matter as long as I got grace. Come on, tell somebody. I may be in bondage, but I got some grace. And grace can come into my place and help me to endure until God opens the door. I'm so grateful this morning for grace, wondrous grace, wonderful grace, powerful grace, abundance of grace, 
I like what the scripture says about grace. It says, uh, when Paul was writing to the Corinthians, he said to them that grace is able to cause you to abound. He said, grace is able to cause you to abound. Not your degree. Not your position. But grace. Tell somebody, I don't need much. But if I could just get some. Oh, my. If I could just get a little more grace. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about right now? Y'all just looking at me like I'm a foreigner, somebody. Look, wait a minute, I say a little more grace. Don't act like you, I was clever. I figured this one out. And I understand that the profundity of the situation. So I thought what I would do is to just move and maneuver in this particular way. And I thought, you know, really, I, all I need to do, I have a lot of stuff on my, on my shelves here in my library. And I just go, oh, I'll pull that there. I'll just read a little bit about this philosophy and that particular concept and see what, what, what no! sends grace and the grace he sends is all you need to stand in the trying hour you can take it you can take it you can endure it you can wait through it but you gotta get some grace somebody knows what I'm talking about stop fighting people talk to God I need a little grace Because if I can get some grace, I'm going to make it. Say, he activates. He activates. That is, he puts into action. God. Notice what he said. He said that grace was shown so that it might leave a remnant until the time comes to escape. This word is so sweet. So God lets you stay in there until it's time. I said, until it's time. I said, until it's time. But when you're time, you can even be nailed. Like when you nail something down. That means it's there, it just can't move on its own. God is still with you. I'm talking to somebody right now. You've come through a week of all kinds of trials, all kinds of situations going on, people saying things, acting in ways and all like that, and you finally made it to church this morning. That's the big mistake the devil made. He let you come through it, let you come in here this morning so you can understand the prescription by which you can be sustained beyond that situation. Somebody ought to give God grace. We ought to give him praise for grace. Oh, I'm going to stay here a minute. I'm going to stay here a minute. Just give God praise for grace. Pastor Powell, give God praise for grace. Just stand. Give God praise for grace. Over here, give God praise for grace. Give God praise for grace. And he's got grace abundantly. He's got grace abundantly. He's got all the grace you need. He's got all the grace you need when the world was in a mess and had no savior the bible said jesus came full of grace he's got all the grace you need 
for your economic situation, for your social disorders, for your spiritual challenges, for everything you're going through. Come on, somebody. All you need is just a little bit of grace in the place. Well, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired to appreciate what God has given us in the virtue of grace. Until next time, when we shall come to you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.